Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I've got Steve, Sharpie, and Chris. Hello. Hi, I'm ready Hello. for part, I'm ready for part Howdy, two. Howdy, Lisa. Howdy. Boy, Steve's like chomping at the bit. I'm ready. Ready he to go. He loves cruising. I do love cruising. I don't blame him. You know, if you haven't been on it, the best part, is, so we're, if you haven't guessed it, we're going to do part two Disney Cruise Line questions that you have left for us at our Mouse Chat Facebook page. And if you haven't been on a cruise, this is one thing I love about going on a cruise is like you go out late at night or it doesn't even have to be late at night, but you go out when it's dark and you walk, I think it's deck four on some of the Disney cruise ships and you just walk around and hear the ocean or you can go up on one of the upper decks. What's wrong with you? And the stars at night because you're out at the ocean and you got the stars and you can hear the waves. You got a nice breeze. Are you walking around in your trench coat? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, of course I am. And then if you really... If you want to, and then if you're gutsy, you can go up to the front of the ship. And if it's moving, if it's like really moving, you can get up there and it's like, you have to hold on. It's so windy. Nice. It is nice. It's pretty nice. It's got, it's just a nice feeling and relaxing and just walk out. I'm reminded of when you told us that you used to get, this is like when you first started podcasting and you, you were like, you know, sometimes I'm at Disney, I'll wake up at like four in the morning and just go walk around. That's nice too. And it was like the same kind of like, for it's some reason, quiet. anyone else telling the story, it wouldn't be creepy. But for some reason for you, it's a little creepy. I don't know why. No, it's nice. It's like, you know, when you get up, if, I don't know. <laughs> and I don't usually like waking up in the morning, but you go out and it's kind of cool out and you just. By yourself. Not much going sometimes on. Sometimes someone's got that hotel and it's curtains. It's quiet. No. Windows open just a tiny bit. You can look what? in. <laughs> oh, no, it's just nice and scratch at their door. <laughs> it's just a nice like if you do that. Well, I you I used to go right from work, and I had some international clients, so I would always be on some crazy time zone, and then I would uh, vacation yes, right. right from there. So I would be up at two and three in the morning, like wide awake, because I'd still be on the other time zone, and and then. Uh, be like on French. So time. you just walk around Disney World, and it's a great way to get photos with no people in them, or just mm-hmm. except eat, or, it's dark. Yeah, and it's, and you can hear the music because sometimes they still have the music playing, and you're just you know kind of walking around over behind you know over there at uh, Beach Club and Boardwalk and looking in the dumpsters. It's uh, yeah, no, <laughs> but it just it's a good way to start your morning. All but right. it's a good way to do that okay. on Disney Cruise Line, too. Steve gets up to spend some time with himself. Yes. yes. He, it's me time. Yes, it's the me, it's me time. <laughs> I got to have my me time. I don't even know what that All right. is, but it well, sounds good. Should we get started speaking yes. of these awesome questions? So, you know, whenever we're at a loss for a topic, I mean, excuse me, whenever we want to engage with the listeners, we right. go ahead and we I put a question out and it, you know, just, hey, what do you think about this? And this time we decided to do something different. We decided instead of a big amorphous topic, um, that's one of my grad school words, by the way, instead of a just gigantic topic that's covered any old thing, we wanted to specify that we want to talk about Disney Cruise Line because we get a lot of DCL questions, but we tend not to talk about DCL. And so we got a bunch of nice questions. So thank you to everyone who, who did send in a question. So if you're ready, I can start. What do you have? I've got You're some good ready. ones. Okay. All right. So Dawn, and I love this one, and this is very, this is near to my heart because I have three kids and now Sharpie with four, this is near to his as well. Dawn writes, we are thinking of going on a Disney cruise. It would be me, my husband, our 13-year-old daughter, four-year-old son, and my mother. 
Are the staterooms large enough we could all stay in one? If not, do they have staterooms that adjoin? Steve, what is your what are your thoughts? Sharpie, what do you think? Hmm. I know you've done research. I, you just told us. I I would say two staterooms. And and the re- the reason for that is because whenever you think of perhaps the smallest hotel room that you've ever been in, that's about like a, a cruise stateroom, except you have a split bath in most situations on Disney Cruise Line. And and that I, I really have to point out that a split bathroom on Disney Cruise Line is definitely a game changer. It's very nice. Absolutely. Uh, because it's really family friendly, uh, because it allows you to have a flexible space to get ready instead of one person tying up the bathroom. So while it is close quarters, you it have is two very close spaces. quarters. In most staterooms, there are some rooms with Disney Cruise Line that do not have a split bath. Uh, so you have to kind of keep that in mind. And that's why you use a really super duper pixie uh, mouse chatter. So that way you can kind of figure out what stateroom is best best fits your family's needs uh contact us we'd love to help you find your perfect stateroom um i have to say that one of the solutions i actually have for the small bathroom issue is to take all your stuff and go take a shower in the gym bathroom that's done that it's it's a fantastic full-size bathroom i mean like you could have a party in those showers It, it wouldn't be polite but you could so yeah that's good but yeah When we go, because we have three kids and we could fit into a stateroom that sleeps five, you know, a veranda stateroom, for example, but it's actually cheaper to get two inside staterooms. And I don't necessarily want my children in a veranda. They are a little crazy. And so for me, keeping them locked away in a windowless room, actually with adjoining doors, of course, um, meets our needs pretty well. So that's what I would suggest. Yeah. We don't spend a lot of time in the no. room and basically you're when you're in there you're getting ready for like a formal dining night or yeah. changing from swimsuits into something to get ready for dinner and with the double baths rooms that that helps like sharpie was saying and um and there is room under the bed so you can put your luggage under the bed and you have a little extra room there and there's some nice storage space you know some of the other older cruise lines um have you know much smaller rooms we've stayed in rooms that are much smaller than the disney rooms but if you can afford it the adjoining rooms are nice or, you know, a slightly larger room is nice as well. The one thing I would add is if you absolutely want an adjoining room, then you're going to have to book as early out or as far out as possible because those are going to book up first and they will not, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. Like when we did the Thanksgiving cruise with the Griswolds, we had rooms that were next to each other, but our doors didn't connect, which was kind of inconvenient because, you know, the kids were the little, our littlest ones were like, I think seven at the time. And so my husband stayed with the boys and then I stayed with, um, my daughter as opposed to the grownups being in one room with the connecting door and the kids being in the other. Yeah. And, yeah, and that, when you book that early, kind of make for a hard time. And, and when you're booking early, you're going to get a better price anyway. Yeah, that's true. All right. Let's hop on the other one. So Heather writes, Thank you for all your great information. I am looking to plan a girlfriend's trip, adults only, in March. Obviously, DCL is more expensive than the other cruise lines like Royal Caribbean. What would be the advantages to a Disney cruise such as extras, et cetera? In my opinion, no smoke inside the ship. 
That is nice. That's actually true. Because Lisa, I know that you were on MSC and that's the one thing you had some complaints. Of, well, not one of the yeah, one. Yeah, it was one of a few. Um, yeah, I didn't care for the smoking. And, and having come off of Royal, they allow smoking in the casino. And sometimes you feel stuck going through the casino. Yep. And unless you want to go up two or three. Yeah. Floors or yeah. Down. yeah. And you can go up, hard. but then you, you take the elevator down to, to where you want to be. And then you're like, Oh, we either go back up or we go through the casino. Well, it depends like on a girlfriend trip. If, if a casino is important to you, Disney cruise line does not have one. So, um, right. So if that's something that you want to do, um, you know, a Royal Caribbean ship will have an, a casino. And of course they, like Lisa was saying, they're, they're kind of smoky. Um, and you know, they'll have, you know, they have the bars and things on the road on the uh, Disney ships, but the atmosphere for that is maybe better suited for maybe a Royal Caribbean. I mean, they have nightclubs and things on Disney cruise line and they're, you know, adults after a certain hour, it's 18 and older, I believe, or 21 and older at those clubs. And, you know, so there's no kids allowed, uh, in the, what is it? The, it used to be Route 66 and they just changed the name to. And you hate that. Happy. What is it? I can't remember. After hours. So the after hours district is what they have on Disney Cruise Line. And they have really good shows. Um, they have the adult section where it's adults only. They have the coffee bar there. They have the really nice <laughs> lounge chairs. They have the own, their own swimming pool. We never stay up late enough to go to the adult only bars. I know. Um, well, I think that. Like, and cause I just actually, I, I'm actually talking to a mouse chat listener right now. And what she wanted was a casino. You know, that was important. She and her sister are, you know, they're in their early twenties. They want to have that kind of fun. It's really the kind of fun that you want to have. If you're looking for like a bachelorette party where they're going to get a little crazy and do some drinking and hanging out and then you want something like rural Caribbean. No question. If you're like a little more calmer crowd and you want to have your drinks and laugh but you also like, I hate to say it. And I, I don't even like the word classy because it's always like applied to something kind of cheesy, but Disney's classier. Like it's the a, yeah. look is better. It has it that looks, ocean liner feel. Of yeah. A it's really more nice. Scale. Yeah. It's, it's like a real nice ocean liner look to the ship. And that's what the lobby looks like. And that's what the feel is with the classy lobby. The other ones go for more of a Vegas. Vegasy glitzy. They all have a glitzy Vegasy feel to all the Do you know what the, the difference ones. is? Mm-hmm. It's the difference between going um to the breakers at Palm Beach or going to a spring break hotel at Fort Lauderdale. It kind that's, of is. And honestly that's I really do think that Disney prices themselves in such a way that they attract the clientele that they want on their ships. That is absolutely true, but so, you will see, you will see girls and guys who are not part of families. They're just hanging out with their friends. There is that crowd, but there's a lot less of that. Right. Are you absolutely. saying Disney doesn't want me on their ships? Yes. No. Disney, well, you know what you're not going to say? Can I just be blunt? You know, what's not going to happen on a Disney ship. You're not going to meet any cute boys. Okay. You know, like if you're a bunch of girls and you want to flirt with some guys going Royal Caribbean. And, and if, if you do meet a really great guy, he's probably going to be able to introduce you to his mom on the ship because he's probably with his family. Yeah. 
Wow. We're going to get comments. Because (laughs) your average young 20-somethings aren't going to say, let's go on a Disney cruise. No, that's not Because they're not going to be able to afford it. Well, you do get 20-somethings on these cruises, but it's a more sedate, you know, honeymooners like it. It's more couples, families. Um, Like I said, you do get the kind of um, bachelorette groups and stuff like that, but it's a more subdued kind of group. If you want to have the fun, like a Royal Caribbean, like you could, you could have a major party. Yeah. You just turn the whole thing into a major party. That's the whole Royal Caribbean market. Yeah. Especially if you're sailing off season, like if you're sailing in the winter, do not expect a really, a rollicking nightlife on Disney cruise line. You're, you're going to find some of it like within the first few hours, but most of the people on that ship have kids they need to get back to. So, and whether the kids are in the kids' club or whether they're with a babysitter, and what time or is the kids' club I like Kelly's because I actually was not a fan of cruising either until I actually went. So Kelly writes, "Husband is not a fan of cruising. He's never cruised. He just doesn't like the idea. It's just the two of us. They're in their late twenties. How do I convince him to take a Disney cruise? Well, first you put on those really high heels." First, you sedate him, <laughs> tell him that you're going to the beach, like and then wake that. him up when he's on the cruise. Yes. That I'm, ju- I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I think really the biggest thing is really having a good conversation about what you expect from a vacation. Um, Jesse and I vacation very differently. I, I like to be busy the entire time. I'm usually up with the sunrise, and I like to be up late. Um she likes to have some time to sit and read, kind of hang out by the poolside, relax. And, and that I'm, I need to be busy. That's that. like my idea of being on vacation is I want to do it all. And I want to do it on my schedule. Uh, and I don't want to have to deal with anything. So if you're dealing with two different vacation styles, talk about what your wants are in a vacation and talk about what, how a cruise can meet those needs of both people because it totally can. If you want to go spend the entire day reading in, in um, a lounge with an ocean view or in the, the coffee bar or in uh, by the poolside or spend the day at the spa, you can do that. But also if you want to run from trivia to this game, to that game, to this activity, to that activity, you can do that too. So talk about what your vacation wants and needs are and see if they can both be met on a cruise to, to kind of talk and talk it out and kind of get on board. That's so Dr. Phil of you. Here's my advice. Tell him that marriage is all about compromise and that you watch football, (laughs) you watch football on Saturdays and pretend to enjoy it. So he needs to get on that cruise. And when he's on that cruise, just feed him really well. He'll be very happy because you know, I mean, the food is good. It's wonderful. I actually didn't think I would ever like cruising. Like we, I was so fortunate and we were able to go on the inaugural cruise for the fantasy. And it was a three night and Lisa and Steve were very smart. They put as many of us in those three staterooms they got as possible. So we all got to experience it and it was wonderful. But before I got on the cruise, I was like, yeah, this isn't my thing. So I think it took about four hours for me to figure out that it was in fact my thing. It was the best. And um, it's kind of the best of both worlds. You know, you get to go do things, you get to get off the ship and see things, 
but you can also just relax and kind of hang out with each other and um, eat good food. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's nice because it's the only, it's one of the few vacations like Sharpie was saying where, you know, your whole party can split up and find, I hope something of interest because there's so many different activities going on or there's nothing you can do nothing and just hang up at the pool or go to Cove Cafe, get a coffee, read a book. Um, there's something kind of for everybody to do. And then if you want, you just meet up at dinner or whatever with the rest of the party. So there's so much to do and just, you know, spontaneously or plan in advance, like dinner at Remy, or there's a lot of stuff always going on. So I love that aspect of cruising. Well, and I think, you know, if Kelly's listening to Mouse Chat, she's already talked her husband into going to Disney. And so he's used to a really active vacation. Yeah. The big difference is this could be the most relaxing vacation you'll ever take. Well, so, the other yeah, thing that's nice sure. about Disney is if you like Disney things, it's Disney without the, you know, without the horrendous lines. So even on the bigger ships like the Disney Dream that we just did, you know, it's it's very well managed where there's so much going on and the spaces are smaller. So if you want character time, you're going to get a lot more, you know, time and intera interaction with the characters like on a Disney cruise than you would at, you know, just meeting them on the street at Walt Disney World. So there's more time to do things. There's, you know, fireworks at sea. They We did that, uh, what is it, the aqueduct, little like roller coaster raft ride. There's so much stuff to do that's kind of Disney themed and it has that Disney level of service. Oh, and then we, and they had uh Oh, at the uh, kids club, we did the star Wars interactive area. Cause they had an open house and you get to fly the millennium Falcon and all the dads were kind of like lined up when the kids weren't in there, like waiting to, mm. <laughs> it's like, it's so, well, and it's you have girls cool. too. So there was did girls your daughters want to do it. I don't know if they did it or not. They might've <laughs> played with it while we weren't there. The kids clubs are amazing on Disney Cruise Line. If you have kids, it's so it's so nice and it's so much better than the other cruise lines. They and they the kids take it for granted because they don't they think it's normal. They're like, oh yeah, we were playing hide and seek, and then Tinkerbell came by and played hide and seek with us, and then Belle taught us to dance, and Stitch came by and messed up our flubber experiment, and and you're like. This stuff doesn't happen on every, any cruise line. You get to like interact yeah. with the characters and the characters are there with you doing things in the kids club. And, you know, you see the stormtroopers walking out of the Star Wars area, walking down the hallways. It's just, it's a lot of fun. It's pretty cool. And then I like the this, this show. I like the entertainment. Disney's got really good entertainment for the shows. If you like the Disney types of shows, you know, similar to what they have at Disney World and Disneyland. I think Kelly should, Kelly, when you talk him into it and when you get back from your cruise, let us know. Email the page. I'm curious to see what happens. So for sure, on yes. the, just come back to the Facebook page and let us know. Plan some mm -hmm. activities on the different islands, depending on what islands you're going yeah. to. Yeah, plan some excursions. Well, especially a 20 something couple. There's so much for you to do because you have flexibility that maybe parents, you know, there are excursions a lot of parents might want to take that they can't because they have little kids. And granted, you could leave your kids on the boat, but a lot of parents don't feel comfortable leaving their kids on the boat and going on an excursion, but for them, they could, they can do anything or nothing. So, okay. So Dustin writes, and I think this is a good one. Does Disney randomly assign themes to low booked cruises? For example, like the star Wars theme, 
so they can sell cabins or our theme cruises pre-planned before the dates even go on sale? That's actually a good question. Hmm. We've wondered that ourselves. Hmm. Well, they have the Halloween cruise um, mm-hmm. that we just did. And that was pretty, you know, pretty well done. And it's got some nice little touches. And then they have a Christmas and Thanksgiving type themed. And then the only really other themed one I've seen is, is the Star Wars Star one. Wars. Which there is. It seemed like they did come out with that, like about, I mean, the, the cruise itself had been out for about six months when they came out with that. And then it booked up immediately. Yeah. So it's a good way to, and now and on that one, it's a Star Wars day at sea. Yeah. So the whole cruise is not Star mm-hmm. Wars themed. So, but yeah, it's, a, I think it is definitely an interesting way to find lower inventory and then do that. And then once that was popular, they did it again for next year or so. Well, I'm sure they're looking at history and kind of like food and wine. Yeah. I was just thinking it's like free dining. Food and wine. It was two months and now it's what? 18 months a year. (laughs) Kidding. I know there's only 12. Okay. never mind. Okay. (laughs) Let's go to the next one because I have no more bad jokes for now. Okay. So Christina writes going on my first cruise in September, 2017. And I want to do a few days at the parks when we get back into port. Is there a bus? They will take us to the parks if we were staying on property. And is there a fee involved? Same question for flying into um, Orlando Airport International and then going to Port Canaveral. So basically, say for, and I'll just answer this because I do this all the time. Um, if you're going, to, of course, if you're going to Disney before your cruise, you can take Magical Express to your resort. That's completely free, just like it always would be. If you're going to the port in any Anyway, whether it's from your resort or from Orlando International, it's $75 round trip per person. So it's pretty steep. Um, we often work with Happy Limo. I think Pixies worked with, from the beginning, right, Lisa? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. There, I, I know. I, I don't even know that we've used a different limo company. We There was another vendor out there that I think a couple agents experimented with. But you you can imagine with as many agents as Pixies has and they use happy limo every single day. There's been one screw up that I've heard of. And that was a car getting a, I think one of the vehicles got a flat and they took care of that right away. I know so, we had, we had a, um, a situation in Texas with Galveston, but obviously that's not the vendor. I can't think of any other vendors. Happy limo is usually, I mean, people use happy limo, you know, from the airport. Sometimes if they just don't want to take magical express, they use it from Sanford airport and of course to and from the port. So, um, yeah, because it's, you get to ride in a limo and it's, it's like it's the same happy. price or cheaper than, yeah. than taking the <laughs> shuttle. But by the time you add that many people at $75. Yeah. Well, a lot of times I, like, I think I've, uh, you know, I think you can get one around 250, 300. There is a tip involved, mm-hmm. um, depending on how you group, if it's a couple, Disney transportation is the way to go. Um, and sometimes I've added Disney transportation just because the, the family hasn't decided until the last minute and we're just like done with planning. And they're like, I don't care about the cost, just add it. But I think generally speaking, you can save a tiny bit of money. Just keep in mind any, any sort of way that you're going to and from the port, whether it's back to a Disney hotel, back to the airport from a Disney hotel, you have to pay transportation as opposed to Magical Express being free from Orlando yeah. International. And we uh, just drove it. Uh, couple weeks ago from Disney World over there and back. And it's about 45 minutes. So it's not that 
far from Disney World door to door to Port Canaveral is about 45 minutes. And would, then there's a parking garage think, as well. Mm-hmm. What would you think about Uber? Because like everyone's using Uber now in Orlando. Would yeah. you take Uber that far or can you? I guess you can. You can. But is it going to be costly? I don't know if I would. You're also going to need to cover tolls. I don't know that I would take Uber anyway, just because I feel like I will get into an Uber car and get a crazy person. But that's just me. You know, I would do Uber around Disney World, but yeah, I don't know if I'd do it for 45 minutes, plus the the E-Pass, Unpass tolls and all that. Yeah. As well as it could get expensive. Next question comes from Jen. She says, my fiance and I are doing the Disney dream for our honeymoon in March. We definitely want to do the adults only dinner at Palo one night. What night should we try and book? It's a Monday through Friday cruise. Thanks and love your show. I'll tell you which one not to book. The last night. That's what we booked. Well, and yeah. honestly, the first night. And the first night is not good either. We were just Why is the first night not you good? You just get on and then you do the drill at four o'clock. Oh, yeah. The muster drill and then... You probably don't even have your luggage yet, or you've just gotten it, and then you're off. It's just a lot it's of hustle too, and bustle. It's too rushed because you. And it, then the last night, you got to pack packing. and getting everything okay. together, and you're kind of. Well, I was thinking down. I was against the last night because at that point you are so full. Well, that's true too. You, you are so stinking full that yeah, you, true. you just. You don't have as much of an appreciation for what you're you're given, and you just and can't we tried eat as to get olives. we tried to get um what was it Thursday Wednesday or Thursday yeah you want to get like an at sea day, but they those book up very quickly, um and if you've been on Disney Cruise Line before or or even if you haven't if if you can book it when your window opens up before you're on the ship book it in advance, you know and of course we're travel agents so. We book everything when we're our, for ourselves the last minute because we, don't have, any, day of. <laughs> we don't have any time because we seem to be doing. Well, yeah, and, so and we get important. on the ship and then you can book it when you're on the ship and you can go to there's, you know, they're set up in one of the lounges. You can book Palo or Remy, um, but you, all your good dates and time are, are, are gone, but you can usually get something, but it's not going to be an ideal day or time. Yeah, if you're doing. willing to be flexible yeah. and by all means. I think it's important to point out that um, as far as booking in advance goes, the first, um, the people who get first grab are going to be those platinum and gold cruisers. So when you're booking your cruise as a first time, you know, as a newbie or as a silver, uh, you know, cruiser, you're booking it 75 days out. Some other people have already had that edge. Yes. And so just keep in mind, if you don't see any availability, that's why. But secondly, they don't release everything. So like Steve said, you can go ahead and go up and book while you're on the ship. You just might not have as many options. Yeah. And we book as, you know, as soon as we get on is what we did. You, you go to your stateroom, you throw your things in there and then you ask, where are they doing reservations for Palo and Remy? And they'll tell you, okay, they're in the lounge on deck four and they'll have a table set up and they'll tell you what's available and they can get you set up right there. Um, and I, Remy is I phenomenal actually, too, if you like that. I actually tell my moms, I say, Take, tell dad to take the kids yeah. to the pool and mom runs up and goes and books that. That's, so that way you're not even, yep. you're just not even stopping. Yep. You just go and get it done. Cause it, they'll, if you haven't done it in advance for whatever reason, um, they will go quickly. So. Yeah. It's only $30 and, for Remy or not Remy for um, Paulo, which is an amazing <laughs> restaurant, you know, cause all the other cruise lines 
charge for almost every dining experience there is nowadays. And, you know, 30 bucks a person is a great deal. It's phenomenal food. Yeah, it really right. is. Service and is I have great. to say, great. oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I have to say, I did think it was better on the fantasy than it was. The magic was, well, the, the magic is not as um, opulent as far as the dining room goes. It's a little more sedate looking. Mm-hmm. But God, it was so nice. I I've got Remy on my list. And they're redoing so. it on uh, the Disney Wonder, which is the smaller ship that's in Dry Dock right now. So it's uh, being redone, Apollo. And then uh, we just did it on the Disney Dream on the last night, and it was very nice. It's very nicely done. You know, there are bigger spaces on uh, the Dream and the Fantasy, and then there's a lounge area too for both of them. Speaking of which, the two times we went on the Magic when we were in Norway and also when we did that, I think it was a Western Caribbean, we had the same waiter in Paolo both times. Yeah, and the wait staff is really good. Yeah, we had the same waiter. And I know that a lot of people will say, oh, can I request so-and-so's rotation? I mean, people get to know their waiters, which is kind of interesting. And I like so. the um, Remy, uh, what is it? It's like the buffet or the, the brunch. Brunch. Oh, it's the, the Paolo brunch. The Paolo, I'm sorry. I keep saying well, Remy. The okay. Paolo, yeah, it's the Paolo brunch. Was it Paolo? Because yeah. I'm thinking Remy too. No, Remy doesn't. You know. it's, yeah, it's the Paolo one. Um, hmm. We did that uh, once before. That was really nice. You know what? I didn't think that was worth the money or the time. Hmm. I have to. And, and here's why. Because just about, I don't know, about two thirds of what they had on that that buffet and everything, I could get upstairs at the, is it Cabanas? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. So I, I didn't find it was, and it was cheap. I think it was like $15 or something at the time, but still I, I thought that, you know, for my money, I'm, I'm having dinner there. Yeah. Dinner is, dinner is definitely the way to go. Now I'm getting hungry. See, we, we've never just, done any uh, of the, the specialty dining. I've are done. You kidding? Um, no, I've done Palo on. The, the, oh, we did it the, on the, the, the AP. Yeah. Yeah. Mexican Riviera, but we've never done. Yeah. It, it's like, I'm, our thing is like, we're, we're already paying for food. Yeah, Why yeah. upgrade it? Um, we were going to do brunch once, but someone, not naming any names myself, um, sent all of my pants off to be pressed and didn't have pants to wear to brunch. Uh, you are so lucky so. that you have a woman that would actually think to have your pants pressed, sir. Well, no, I, I, I do that myself. So okay. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm nerdy like that. So um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's me not naming any names myself. Uh, I did okay. <laughs> I was impressed. I, there's no way like there, I would like, I wouldn't have my husband's, I'd be like, whatever, press your own pants. <laughs> so, okay. Let's yeah. move on from the pants pressing. Okay. <laughs> so Jen asks. The pressing it, you. Uh, no, I was going to say we've got more pressing issues to, to we handle. D- yeah. No, we do have more pressing, <laughs> pressing issues. Okay. Chrissy Marie asks, what's the best first Disney cruise? We have two boys, 10 and eight. Also, inside Ocean View and Balcony, Chrissy, I have boys, and you don't want a balcony with boys. Because even though your boys will not do anything stupid, you're going to worry about it. No, it's not like the balcony railing comes up to your knees. Steve, you don't have boys. Boys can do things that will make you say, what? You know, why did you think to do that? Why did that make sense? They'll stack chairs. They'll do anything. I mean, you just don't want to put anything past them. Keep in mind, men are the reason that we have wars and things. Women don't do those things. You have daughters. 
you don't know how, how boys work. Mm-hmm. So Chrissy, go with the ins. Honest to God, I think the inside's the way to go anyway. The only time hole. I actually thought I If you're really worried about wanted... it, you can get a porthole room. Yeah. And they can't open the porthole. Well, and the porthole's nice if you're actually like on an Alaska cruise or or when we were in the fjords and, you know, that would have been amazing. Well, y'all had, didn't you have a porthole? You did. Mm-hmm. Fancy. Well, then you know when um, it's daytime or if it's nighttime or wavy or. Oh, it's so nice. I mean, they I have the care. virtual portholes in the, in the inside staterooms. Yeah, I don't, I don't them, need right? anything. Not on that one. Not on which one? On the Norway one. Didn't have the virtual ones? No. No, you had a nice big Well, I know we did, hole. but if you have an inside stateroom, they have the ones with the, you know. The Not on an, the an, Magic or the oh, Wonder. Oh, it's on the bigger ships. I'm sorry. It's yeah, on the Steve, dream, it's just on the bigger ships, the fancy the man. fantasy has the virtual portal. portal. Yeah. We, I, I don't miss it. I like being in my little cave. It's wonderful. But, you know, some people say they want that view. It makes them a little claustrophobic not to have it. But, um, and I am te- teasing you, Chrissy, I'm sure your boys are very well behaved, but mine are not. And so for me, a balcony is really not necessary. I don't need to encourage any kind of bad behavior. Um, okay. Oh, and also how long we talked about that on the other show. So what's the best first Disney cruise, Eastern Caribbean four night. I mean, yeah. Eastern Caribbean four nights pretty four nice. night. Were you only going to get a seven? There's a seven on Eastern Caribbean. Seven. Yeah. Yeah, you just yeah, you're right. Bahama Sorry. With with uh, Castaway Key. Yeah, okay, I like I'm, Eastern. I'm making my own up here. You are. <laughs> well, I haven't done them all, so I guess I'll have to get back to you. I now have a mission. Thank you. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Now, I really enjoyed Norway. I'd really like to do that. I'd like oh, to do the other fantastic. side. Well, the Caribbean yeah. is nice and it's close and there's a lot of tropical things to do, but then it's nice to be able to go to some European cities and see the culture and the shopping and the views and the little villages and everything. So it was Norway was perfect. Like I, I had no idea how beautiful it would be. And so it was wonderful just to be surprised by that. Um, I would love to go into Russia. I I don't know how I feel about the climate there as far as not weather wise, but politically, I, I don't know that I'd want to bring my yeah. kids there right now. Mm, um, no, I don't. I would yeah. personally go, but I don't know about I'd want to bring them. Um, sure. The leave a motherless. That's nice good. Too, I think. I think if we're leaving out of Florida, I like the, the Eastern Caribbean itinerary. Um, Western, I've, I've just done it so much. Although if I do, you cannot say that because then you sound so jaded. It makes me sad. No, not like that, but no, but when, when I do the Western Caribbean, I am not as tempted to get off the ship and that means more ship time for me. And I love ship time. You know, you know, what's funny when you say that, like, I always thought of cruising as something that old people did. <laughs> and then like, you know, like I had this image of like people playing shuffleboard and everything, but I agree with you. I like that ship time. That's fantastic. It's fantastic. I yeah. never thought that would appeal to me. Chris, I have a spoiler alert for you. What? We're old. 
I know, but I'm like thinking 95. <laughs> no, not quite there. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm thinking like the shuffleboard years. There are people that live on cruise ships these days. Yeah. It's probably like carnival, right? Some, some like granny that likes to party. I heard that, uh, uh, what is it? Dreams on, or Diz Unplugged. Pete, the rumor, the rumor on this, on the street was that the Pete was enjoying himself on a cruise ship somewhere, kind of going from ship to ship. Really? In Europe or the something. The rumor on the street? That's what I heard. <laughs> you always say that. The rumor on the rumor. street. The rumor, rumor on, on the, the ship. The rumor on the cruise ship. Are you on the street all the time, Steve? I'm, on the orange I'm the man on the, on the man on the street. <laughs> okay. All man right. Man in the lawn chair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, and we meet a lot of people on uh, some of those, like, Holland America ships or your celebrity ships or Princess, you know, where they, um, they're retired and they go, I mean, they're, you know, they're on their 100th or 300th cruise. I mean, they go from ship to ship to ship and they spend almost, you know, probably half of their six months of a year on, on a ship or something. They go from one to another or they do, or they book back to back and they just... They don't even know where they're going. They don't care. They just want to enjoy it and relax and have some entertainment, enjoy the dining and, you know, just enjoy the amenities of the ship. So. All right. What's Let's next? go to this one. Christy asks, well, there's so many Christinas and Christies. It's mm-hmm. a very popular name. Okay. Christy asks, does Dizzy offer a land and sea package or do you just book them both separately? I know what I do. What do you do? I book them separately. I mean, the land and sea is kind of a very obscure kind of weird thing. Um, from what I understand, it's going to be a lot easier to apply discounts to your land side mm-hmm. of your package than it is if you book them together. But I could be wrong on that. But I don't think most of the agents mess with Disney's combo. And they've done away with it and brought it back, right? I mean, it's like... Yeah, they just brought it back recently. Yeah. Yeah, it's, so it's but there's I, no the advantage. Is if you book the land and see, mm-hmm. you you oftentimes cannot go back and change your promotion at Walt Disney World if they release better pricing. Yeah. Right. I would just want them separate anyway. Plus, any kind of cancellations, you know, your Disney World cancellation is easy peasy. I don't know if I want those two to mingle, the DCL and the Disney World. Do you know what I'm saying? And there's no advantage yeah. to it. It's not like they're going to give you a better deal. There are, we should say this right away. There are absolutely no deals on DCL except the occasional Florida resident rate, the occasional military offer, which I haven't seen in a while, or every now and then they'll do a kid's free out of Galveston on the wonder in a time of year when your kid is in school. So. Yeah. For Disney Cruise Line, it's not like some of the other cruise lines if you cruise and you're like, oh, I'm going to wait till the last minute, see what's available and get, you know, a, a five day out amazing deal because they're trying to fill cabins. Disney, those, the farther out you can book it is the best price you're going to get. And then as the ship fills up, the prices go up. So if you wait and you look at a price and you're like, oh, I'm going to wait two weeks, um, that price could possibly go up or that room category could sell out. And so your cheapest price is the farthest you can book out is the, is your best deal. And then it, right before sailing is when it's the highest. And it makes sense to do it that way because you can cancel without any penalty at all, 75 days prior to sailing. The other thing that makes sense is that you want to 
go ahead and not add the insurance until final payment because you could pay five, $600 for insurance, depending on how much your cruise is and pay that, pay that money. And then a week later, even though you're a year before sailing, say, I can't afford this, I'm going to cancel. You're out that five or $600. Um, you will get your deposit back. But so whatever you do, do not add insurance until, until your final payment. And your also, best hope of getting a bargain is to book a guaranteed cabin category, yeah, those or are good. category, and hope for an upgrade. That's but that's see, your that's your the, best. The issue with those is those are only work for people who can travel short notice. So so you can go ahead and say to yourself, and we should tell them what that is. So a guaranteed stateroom category is basically it's just a lower price room. It's kind of like a a flash sale that they'll put out like really briefly, it could stay. I've had it stay out for a week and been watching it. And then when the client was able to pay, then it was gone, which is really disappointing because they kept telling her the same price. And so the difference between this one stateroom that was a guarantee and the other one, which was not was $500, which is really substantial on a four night cruise. But, um, but those only come out after final payment 75 days prior to travel. That's when they're getting those short notice cruisers. So you have to be someone who can drive or fly short notice or, and somebody who's flexible because you have to be able to say, you know, kids, we might be going on a cruise or we might not. So those are tough. Well, is the guarantee stateroom basically, you don't know, you know, what floor you're going to be on or what room type you're just... You're That's rolling, you're, you're rolling the dice on exactly, you, you don't know until you like get on the ship, you know, right. what you're going to get. You so know, you get you're getting mm-hmm. an ocean view or a lot of times a veranda. So it'll be at a veranda that's about the same price as an inside cabin. Um, so you know, you're getting that veranda, but it could be anywhere on the ship. So, yeah. But yeah, you make a really good, good point. Good yeah, it's a really good deal if you have flexibility. Like, say, a couple without kids or an older retired couple who maybe, you know, they have that kind of flexibility. But if you're mom and dad who are trying to plan spring break for your kids, that's not going to work. So, okay, let's go to the next one. Okay, Ashley writes What's the difference between each of the different ships? Is one better than the other? They're all great. Some you know are bigger, what? Some are smaller. There. So, as far as DCL goes, the there's is two, waiting refurbishment. Sorry to interrupt. Two, oh, that's okay. There's two larger ones and two smaller ones. And Steve, you have very strong opinions about the size of ships generally. So, what do you think, DCL, bigger ships versus smaller? All right. So we've been on the Wonder, the Magic, which are the smaller ships. Now, the Wonder, you know, definitely needed some you know, areas reworked and they're doing that, uh, now. And it comes out in November. So mid November from dry dock. So it has some nice upgrades coming. We did the magic, which is the smaller one, just like the wonder when they both came out. Um, when I say smaller, these aren't like tiny ships. They're just, they're not the massive mega ships. And then, uh, the fantasy and the Disney dream are the larger ones, but, um, you know, I, I like, I prefer, I think I prefer the two smaller ships, the Disney Wonder and the Magic. But 
when I'm on, I was just on the dream and we were on the fantasy a while ago, but they're done. So you don't feel like, you know, everything isn't a state, a giant stadium on those ships. The, the clubs are intimate. The spaces are intimate. They're, you know, broken up into different areas. You don't feel like you're waiting in huge lines uh, all over the place. So, you know, I, so I kind of like, you know, and sometimes the pool area is a little cr more crowded um, than it might be on some of the smaller ships. Um, I like, I like all of them. I just don't like the new trend on your other cruise lines with Royal and some of the other ones where everything is a 6,000 or 7,000 passenger type, uh, you know, a ship where they have, they have maps that show you by the elevators where the crowd levels are and where, what areas to avoid. And you have to have reservations for everything and book everything way in advance. And you're eating in the buffet and they're asking people over the intercom to please free up tables for the other people that are waiting. I mean, those ships, I think it's just gotten to a point where they're just not manageable and it's not, it doesn't seem like a vacation to me on some of those. And then when those, when those massive Royal Caribbean ships or other cruise lines, you know, go into a port and you got a couple of ships, they, you know, dominate that Island. And then when the Island is, is Matt is crazy. So I kind of like some of the smaller ships. They go to, sometimes they go to different ports. Um, you have a nicer feel. It's a little more intimate and you don't feel like you're just one of the crowd. So what do you guys think? Um, I agree with you. I kind of like the smaller ships. I like being able to get on and off easily. Yeah. it's, right. and, it's a lot uh, The only thing I think I missed that, that, you know, the magic doesn't have it's probably, I like those nightclubs. I, I mean, I'm not really a nightclub kind of girl, but I kind of wanted to check them out. And you don't have as much nightlife as on the Magic and Wonder. Yeah, that's, they have the areas, but they're not as, they're much smaller and there's just not as yes. many. They're, I really like the entertainment on the Magic and the Wonder, though, because they, they have really good, and, and I know this is going to be sound incredibly cheesy, but great musicians in, in the lounges there. And, and that's... Whether it whether it's kind of in the like the dinner hour, um, up in the family uh, promenade area, or whether it's in the adult uh, clubs in the evening, uh, piano or guitar or whatever they have, I, I really really enjoyed that, and I just mm -hmm. didn't kind of have that same vibe on the bigger ship. Yeah, you kind of walk through some of those lounges on the smaller ships where you're going to places, and there's always someone, and then on the bigger ships, they're kind of those areas are more tucked away, and right. unless you're going to seek them out you don't happen across them when someone's singing or unless unless it's in the main lobby area all right let's get to the next one julie writes what's your favorite restaurant show and cruise activity when on the ships Ooh. can i start because i'm going to be easy i don't have a favorite show and mm. that's just because i just don't care I mean, I enjoy the shows when the Griswolds forced me to go, mm. but I think if I were cruising on my own, mm -hmm. I might go like on a four night, I might go to two of them. You know, it's not something I want to do over every night. Um, my favorite restaurant, I haven't been to Remy yet. So I'm going to have to say Paolo. I could eat there every night. The food is fantastic. My favorite activity is to do nothing at all. Just mm. to lay around. I like grab a book, lay around. That's awesome. 
on the flip side of that, my favorite activity is doing everything. Uh, doing because we always go to all the shows. We're we're at the shows every evening. That's we re- really enjoy those. Uh, and then, my, honestly, my favorite activity is coming back from dinner, uh, taking that quick break uh, between the show and dinner, mm-hmm. or, or before we go to dinner because we usually do the late seating, um, and getting the the navigator for the next day and kind of seeing kind of laying out the day and seeing what I want to do and putting using the highlighter oh, and all yep. that good stuff. Figuring out what Wait, you have a highlighter day. that you use for oh, your activity? yeah, absolutely. That is so awesome. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's no, like I, I, don't, I don't want to miss anything, so I'm going to look at this, I'm going to look at that, I'm going to look at this. Oh, I have to decide between those two things. Um, yeah, that's how I ended up in a mixology class last time. It was so I, much fun. I don't mean to seem like a big, lazy, grumpy loser, but th- it's so wonderful just to disconnect and do nothing, you know? And and that's, Jessie enjoys that, that she yeah. loves just taking a book and going and watching the ocean go by. Yeah. That, that's exactly what she enjoys about cruising. Yeah. I have what to agree. I like, um, Remy is, you know, or not Remy, I, Rem, Remy's great if you're a foodie. Um, and want that experience. And I really enjoyed that. But uh, Apollo is your great deal at $30 a person, amazing food, you know, something that everybody will like. So uh, Apollo is a, is a must do for one special night. And, and there are other, re- the restaurants, it's nice because you, you're not in the same dining room every night, like on some of the other cruise lines. Every night you rotate to a different dining room. So, you know, you might start out, um, start out in, is, is it Lumiere's, which is kind of the Bell Beast theme. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's like midship. And then um, you have Animator's Palette where the artwork comes to life and there's a story there and that's fun. Um, and then you have, uh, I can't remember what it is anymore. Not Carrie, it used to be. It's the Artist, three, oh, you just said Artist Palette, sorry. The, it used to be the Three Caballeros restaurant and then i think oh, they might have changed the name of it but anyways Cari- it, jose cariocas i think that mean? might be it and if it's still named it's hard it. to keep up but um <laughs> you but you have a different dining experience every night but you keep your wait staff which is perfect because they get to know yeah. you they so and all of the i like all the menus i like all the food you can order multiple entrees so you don't feel like oh i have to be you know i have to go up a level and pay or other dining experience because the service is not going to be good or the food is not going to be good. I, I like the food at all the different restaurants and each night uh, and all the different decor of the restaurants. Um, and then I, I like the shows. I do the shows and they also have movies and they have a movie theater. Oh, um, I like the movies. Yeah. I don't get to see a lot of movies. So like, yep. it's so nice to just go walk into one. Yep. And they'll have, know? The movie premieres, if one premieres on the ship, you'll be able to see it there before anybody else. They'll have 3D movies with the glasses. Um, yeah, I like not having to pay the surcharge for the 3D glasses. That's yep. what I like. I'm that cheap. Yep. <laughs> wow, Sharpie. Yeah, know, so you can, right? and they'll have it I in the big. I always get so mad doing a 3D movie and you have to pay the surcharge for the glasses. That they, that they then expect you to recycle right outside the movie theater. I'm like, <laughs> no, no. Right. And then Jesse's like, yes, put them in the bin now. <laughs> I'm glad so she do. puts you in her, your place. Mm-hmm. I know. Otherwise we'd have a whole bin full of 3d glasses at home just because I'm too cheap. sitting there hoarding that. them, stroking your 3d <laughs> glasses. For these. 
I paid for these. <laughs> and I'll pay for them again next time if I put them back. That's but right. then you have to pay for them next time anyway. So I know. Did you right. just have like an old man Griswold no, was rant it? moment? I did. Three, I'm, I'm channeling my I'm channeling my old man Griswold here. Yes. Mm. So there's only there's only room for one. So <laughs> I, oh, I know. I better perk and there's up, barely right? room for him. I know. Can we just put up with him because he does the editing. Shh. Yes. Anyway, food. Any Lisa, what do you like for food and shows? And what was the other part of the question? Food shows and something else. Food shows and stuff to do. Uh, oh God, I could tell you everything, Lisa. Stuff Uh-oh. to do, trivia. I like the trivia. That's thing. I do like the trivia. I like the music trivia. I like the Disney trivia. I like the Disney music trivia. Well, you can draw. You can learn to draw like I an like to animator. learn to draw. You can do the Mickey 200 where you get to. My favorite, napkin folding. Yes. Oh, I napkin. do like that. And towel the, folding. Towel animal folding. Oh, yep. God. Napkin How do I know folding. these people? I know. Okay. We're such nerds, right? So I like the family craft time. I think that's fun. Um, Everything that Chris said. (laughs) Um, I look forward to. um, I do look forward to the ice cream. I know that's lame. It's not really a restaurant, but I do look forward to that. Um, You know, what's kind of cool is when we're on a Disney cruise, we ask for. Um, mozzarella cheese sticks with marinara, and you do have to special order those in the in the room in the dining room. But they will do them for you the next night if you give them notice if they have them available. But it's something that they do on the kids menu, so usually they do have those. Um, I like those. Um, I love the fun at Animator's Palette. That's great. Shows and entertainment, honestly, all of them, they're all so fabulous. The only thing that bugs me, this is so petty, is there's one scene in a couple of shows now where it's Cruella DeVille. I think it's Villains Tonight and then Believe has this scene where she comes up from the bottom of the stage in her car and she's got her Dalmatian puppies that pop out and their men just dancing around. And I just... I don't like that song that she sings. I don't like her personality. Why don't you like it? I don't like the way she's portrayed. Um, well, isn't she a meanie? Yeah, but she's, I, I don't like it. Because she's too mean? No, because I don't think it's a good portrayal of what I perceive Cruella to be. Now, now I'm extremely curious. I don't like it. She's all sassy and... Oh. I don't know. It's... She's mean. She's she's not interested in these hot little dogs that are running around jumping out of her car and and she acts that way. It's it's just a different persona that I don't think she has. Hmm. It's interesting. I've never seen the movie. Are you kidding me? No. Nope. I don't intend to. It's a movie about a lady who makes coats out of dogs. About a lady who makes coats out of really nice wool cashmere mix. I might watch that, but I don't care about the dogs. Hmm. Okay. Um, I enjoy the aqua dunk and the aqua duck. 
Oh, I love that too. I like those. I love movies by poolside. I enjoy the comedians that they have once in a while, the sideshows. Um, I like the game shows. Oh, I love the game shows. Yes. They're fun. They're so, lots of fun. I, I'm trying I to think like what's the not comedian. I just I don't know that I'm a like sing a song show kind of girl. member cruise. You know, I'm just sitting here smiling with a stupid grin on my face. And I love Disney Cruise Line. Come on. Oh, I love it too. It's awesome. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the next one because we got a few. I think we can get a few more in. Okay. And then I have to go pack and go to Hawaii. So, oh, Holly asked, and Holly, I have bad news for you. We've tried this. Holly asked, what is the mouse chat DCL cruise? Holly, two years. Never. Nah, it's not <laughs> two happen. years. Here's here's the problem. It's really hard to get people on a DCL cruise anyway. But it's even, you know, to get everyone to go. Okay, we're going the first week in September. Everybody, come on out. We'll hang out. It's just not going to happen. So we did one, and and nobody came except one person. And I love you, Bob. Bob Henschel came. So. Yeah, it's hard to get everyone. It's hard enough to get everyone scheduled together to come to a mouse chat meetup. At Disney World, so it's yes. um, it's very hard to get a turnout uh, there unless people because you know people don't plan their their trip around it. So if they're local, they usually yeah, come which out. Is crazy, right? Why yeah, wouldn't anyone plan their trip around meeting us? I mean, hello. You know, so it's we're pretty awesome. We should actually address that before we do in the show. But but let's do one last question. So tree. A while back, I promised Tree some swag, Steve. Remember we used to do our swag thing? We forgot to do it. We stopped doing it. Mm -hmm. um, but Tree is wonderful. He always comments, and he's very kind and uh, follows us when we do Facebook Live and on um, Periscope. So Tree says, Steve, where's my swag? So Steve, I'll let you handle that. Uh -huh. um, but he also asks, hey, guys, being a Canadian, our Canadian dollar is terrible. That's why he needs some swag, Steve. They, they have nothing up there. They've got like some beer and some bacon. That's it. And hockey. We'll, we'll trade him some. We'll trade him some uh, maple syrup. I don't know oh, if yeah, I can if get. If you could send us some maple syrup, that would be awesome. Do you think they'll let me send the mouse chat swag to Canada? Will they let I it guess. in the country? Yeah, they will. It's Unless probably it's something violates weird. Some... Not... I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see if we can no, get it. They won't. Tree, as long as Steve doesn't put anything weird in there, I'm sure it will be fine to put a bag of swag in the mail and send it to you. Um, Exchanging maple syrup, it could get sticky. Could be. It'll yes. be the the most expensive mouse chat pin anybody Is, has ever received. Actually, it's such a sap. Do we have a diamond studded mouse chat pin for our friends to the north? Maybe we could get like a little maple leaf motif going on. Okay. Let's anyway, get to yeah. Tree's question. This is really pushing things. I know. Okay. Tree said, uh, with that being said, mm -hmm. does Disney ever offer any special discount for Canadian residents? Well, you guys know this because I know yes. you've worked on this before. They do. Occasionally, there's there have been on the Alaska cruise, right? There have been discounts for Canadian residents, but it's been a while. Um. Again, if you listen, you know, if you recall from earlier in the show, there's almost no DCL discounts or unless, you know, as Steve says, you just book as early as possible. Yeah. So. Sure. 
your way to get the lowest price. But yeah, they don't discount. They don't have to. They only have four ships right now. I know. Uh, and everybody, and have, you know, even with the prices, it's still like mostly full. Yeah, they have crazy demand. So they have it dialed in. So they don't I have, have to, to discount. I have to say that if you told me I could only cruise, I could cruise every year on another line or once every five years on DCL, I'd be on DCL. Unfortunately, I can't afford a cruise once every five years. <laughs> ah, that's beside the point. Um, okay, so we sh- should we finish up? Maybe we should finish up and Steve or Sharpie or somebody could talk about the mousetrap meetup that we're having in December. December. Go ahead, Lisa. Me? I never talk well, about this. I don't want to. I have to be nice to you. I want to be in Hawaii with you for four days. I, if I'm not nice to you, you might you know, throw me in the pool or something. I might do that even if you are nice to me. That's true. It happens. Okay. So we're doing a mouse chat meetup and it's Saturday, December 3rd. Uh, We're going to meet over at Epcot this time. We're going to do a scavenger hunt at 11 o'clock. If you go to mousechat.net, if you go to one of our show posts, kind of near the bottom of the post, uh, it'll have a link where you can sign up. It'll take you to, we have it set up over at Eventzilla and you can register. There's no cost. Uh, we just like to know about how many people are coming and we'll do a scavenger hunt and we'll put you guys in teams. Uh, we've got, I think, Mandy, uh, Twitter girl Mandy, hashtag Twitter girl Mandy, has put together <laughs> some questions. And uh, it's always a lot of fun. And, you know, we like to hang out, meet everybody and uh, come down for the weekend. So if you're down there uh, that Saturday, December 3rd. We'd love to meet you over at Epcot. You just have to have a ticket, obviously, to get into Epcot. I believe we're meeting in over by France, but go ahead and check mousechat.net. Uh, and when you sign up, it has all the information about exactly where we're going to meet. So I think tentatively it's France by the orange slushy yes, stand. That's, yeah, it's, that's Lauren's favorite thing. And I have to say, because I've told a couple clients this who are going to be there, and they've been like, Chris, there's no way I'm doing a scavenger hunt. And I'm like, me too. So the great thing is, if you just want to come by and say hello, come by and say hello. Because not everybody who meets up with us goes on the scavenger hunt. Last year, we had a group sit around and we just talked for a couple hours yeah. while everyone else was running in the park, sweating and looking for things. Mm-hmm. You but you're going to well. lose out on winning the prize That's right. if you don't do it. The prize is actually honest. hanging out with us, right? <laughs> Not really. So, yeah, We like to give away fun prizes. So you can do the scavenger hunt or you can just, if it's not your you, thing, it's like, you know, maybe an hour to two hours to do the scavenger hunt. And then if not, then you can just we'll hang out and uh, hang out in Epcot. All right. And Are I'm, you giving I'm, away free hugs this year, Steve? Other, yeah, there's always free hugs at Epcot. <laughs> I'm making my announcement to all of you guys right now, Steve, Chris, and Sharpie, and Lauren. You're going to listen to this later, or we'll let you know. You guys are each responsible for five trivia questions. Make them good. Yes. Wait a minute. Do they have to be about Disney? I can give you some great ones. I need some Disney trivia questions because you always throw me up there and say, just ask some questions. Are we doing a trivia thing in addition to the scavenger hunt? Yeah, we always do that. We always, of... Yeah, we always do. It's yeah, fun. Yeah, I, I, I disassociate during that. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I All right, Chris, feeling. 12. I need 12 from you. Okay. <laughs> so make your list. Right. Can I bring up two things? 
Yes. Ken, if you like the show, please go over to the mouse chat page and we put posts up every single day, join in in the conversation. Um, and also Sharpie does most of the pictures over on Instagram. You can follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. And of course, Mandy's on Twitter. So, yeah, and so, just search mouse chat. Yeah. So like you were saying, so you follow us on our Facebook page, which is like Chris was saying, there's a lot of stuff on Facebook. Uh, just search for mouse chat. And then Twitter girl, Mandy does almost 99% of the Twitter and she's always doing like some live, you know, last viewing of the Main Street Electrical Parade or, uh, you know, the Muppets when they first premiered over at Magic Or talking Kingdom. about her food. Yeah, or she's, so she's always doing something on uh, either Periscope on Facebook or uh, Facebook Live. So you can actually get your Disney fix that way. Um, and plus she's keeping up with all the latest news there on Twitter. And then Sharpie does uh, Instagram and he's got some great photography that a lot of people are liking over on our Instagram feed. If you see bad pictures there, they're That's, probably mine. Yeah, Chris has put a picture up <laughs> on Instagram feed. So, yeah. We should definitely do a Periscope when all of us are together at the meetup. Oh, yeah, that's we'll a have brilliant to do a idea. Live. Yeah, we'll we should do that. Fun. That will be fun. We'll do a Facebook Live. That way, the, the, the tour de force of Mouse Chat can be massively annoying on Periscope mm. all oh, together. Yes. The massively annoying part is the important part. So we should all, or we could all do our Lots own Periscopes and whoever gets the most. Um, listeners. You would get the most. All you would have to do is talk about your car and Arby's. <laughs> or, <laughs> go on a rant. Or you could just go get a pedicure. Yes. Uh, we could do that. In your shorty bathrobe. <laughs> they, yeah. I wonder if they do that at the, like one of the pavilions there. Uh, uh, that'd be nice. Hashtag I don't know. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay. She's going to snore. Uh, all right. We're wrapping now. up the show. All right. So uh, did we wrap up the show? I no, think we, we did. did. I think we just wrapped it up. Well, Lisa has a wrap. All right, go ahead, I haven't Lisa. officially wrapped it. And we're going to Alani. Expect lots of pictures. Well, I don't know if this will come out. We'll probably have been back by now, by then. Right. Yeah. So Disney. Alani, are, are you already there? Did got, you enjoy your time? We have a lot of <laughs> no, stuff coming up. I just, I, I have to get up in like five hours. So. Yeah. So it's a long flight. You can, you can sleep there. So if you've ever wanted to go to Hawaii to Disney Alani, uh, Lisa, Lauren and Chris are going and Sharpie and I are staying back at home. So just, just me just over here waiting on rivers of light to open. Yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> just kind of hanging is, out here. Yep. It is the saddest thing. It's not going to happen in December. Sharp. You're not going to be able I to know. take the kids there and go, I know this is when dad really, truly shined. Something right. Like right. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. At least there's still that bar right there by, uh, expedition Everest. I can, I can go have a drink and observe the yep. amphitheater that will one day, Howls, the most majestic nighttime spectacular ever So at the Walt Disney World Resort. Do you know what I was thinking that we could do for the meetup since there won't be a Rivers of Light? I was <laughs> thinking we could come over to your villa, your DVC villa, and watch uh, Steel Magnolias together. J just, yeah, just to make it special. It would be special. Mm. You need to introduce the kids to it sometime, so why not now? Right, exactly. And also, we're going to have Lauren, who's on an Adventures by Disney right now in oh, New York. That's right. So she'll be back. And so on a future show, if you want to do an Adventures by Disney, which is the guided tour arm of Disney that offers these amazing 
uh, tours around Europe and pretty much everywhere in the world. She will have pretty much been on one of the many versions of that. Um, and it's ex- a it's a long weekend, so it's yeah. a getaway. So she can we'll do a show on Adventures by Disney and her experience. So we've got a lot of stuff coming up. Okay, so with that, I'm going to go ahead and grab the show, wrap it up, put a little bow on top. Okay. Uh, I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you have comments or questions for us, those can be sent to comments at mousechat.net. If you enjoy the shows, you can find more of them at iTunes and at mousechat.net. You can download them there. Thanks so much for listening. Please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.